0: Hey, what is going on everybody? How's everybody doing today? Welcome to the podcast. Happy Sunday. Um, Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for being part of it. And thanks to everybody over the weekend for our Friday night rant and ride on the KTM episode, (laughs) why it was a piece of crap. Uh, it, turned, it was kind of fun. It was a fun spoof video. Uh, I enjoyed making it. It was really cool. Thanks to everybody that stopped in and did that. Anyway, uh, don't forget, subscribe to our podcast Sundays, Thursdays, and don't forget to uh, give us some uh, some feedback if you would. We're trying to grow it a little bit, uh, and it's, uh, it is growing, uh, but it'll grow a little bit better if you can help us out with a little feedback, maybe some comments on iTunes or on Spotify or on Spreaker. Anyway, on to the podcast, motorcycle fear. (laughs) Motorcycle fear. What is motorcycle fear? Uh, Motorcycle fear can come in all different shapes, forms, sizes. And one of the biggest ones is if you're trying to get into motorcycle riding or dual sporting or dirt biking, or any of that type of stuff, because it's all the same no matter which direction you plan on going with it. Fear can be good, and fear can be bad when riding a motorcycle, because it can make some of the things that you do more difficult. So helping you maybe overcome some of these fears and some things to think about may help you in the long run whenever you are just learning to ride or if you're a street rider and you're going to go get off-road and you want to do some adventure riding off-road and you're just getting into dual sporting and as far as street riding like maybe you know riding on sheer roads you know twisties canyon roads and stuff like out west you know like in the rockies or or in Utah or anything like that, or maybe even a scenic byway like in uh, Hawaii or California. So fear, fear is the thing that comes in that gets your adrenaline going, that gives you a little bit of the self-doubt. We all pretty much know what fear is. Well, if you're beginning to ride, some of the fears that will set in with you that I personally know from other riders is some of the basics what if i stall the bike at a light what if i drop my bike and i'm in an intersection or you know i'm not paying attention and i'm at an intersection parked what if (laughs) what if i you know is is what if a car hits me you know um, there's so many different things, you know, um, you know, you've got, uh, most of your family, you know, your wife or your sister or brother or mother, and they're totally against you getting a motorcycle. You know, they always, the, 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 common is, is it's, it's one of a few things, uh, you're having a midlife crisis, uh, you're going to die. Um, <laughs> you know, why would you even want to do that? Uh, You know, those are the things. And then that gets in in your mindset of why am I buying a motorcycle? And is it, am I actually making a sound decision? And then when you do buy a bike, there's so many choices out there. Did I even get the right motorcycle? You know, and then you come down to the ultimate uh, of all ultimates. Is it even fun? Did I enjoy it? Is it something that I can do over the long haul? Am I going to sell my motorcycle because you know uh, maybe I maybe I'm just just jumping into something because I need a a little something in my life to get going. Well, let's kind of start at the beginning of if you're a new rider or if you know um, or if you're an intermediate rider. And you're trying to get started and you've never ridden a motorcycle before. Well, first off, riding motorcycles are awesome. And you can't have a fear of something because, you know, you're afraid that something's going to happen. You can go to the mailbox and get hit by a car. You can, you know, you can be walking through a parking lot at the Home Depot or your local grocery store or Walmart or something and somebody not paying attention back up into you or whatever. I mean, there's so many things that can happen in your life, you know, and statistically, you know, pound for pound. There's a whole lot less in motorcycles uh, incidents than there ever will be with an automobile or a car or a truck or something like that. So keep that in mind and you're only going to be as safe as you're going to allow yourself. Now, do you have to be more vigilant on a motorcycle? Of course you do. You have to basically have your head on a swivel. We like to always say that they're out, everybody's out to kill you when you're on a motorcycle. But don't keep that in your mind. Just just remember that you have to be vigilant and pay attention at all times that's all because it's not that you're on two wheels they're on four wheels so as long as you're paying attention i've been riding for years have i wrecked my motorcycle of course i have Have i been hit by a car no i haven't thank goodness you know but i really am paying attention i really really pay attention i understand that there can be a possibility of somebody else not paying attention and i can't emergency out of it and i get hit I understand that is a possibility, but that's not going to stop me from riding. So with that being said, take that fear and turn that into motivation. So if you want to ride, whether you're a girl, a guy, it doesn't matter what you are, just understand that riding a motorcycle, there's something about it. It's a adrenaline, it's kind of euphoric. It's, there's just something about it when you're riding the wind blowing on you. And the biggest kicker riding a bike is it's just you, it's you. That's the whole purpose. It's solo. Now, can you spread that to other people? Of course you can ride two up, you know, have your girlfriend ride with you or whatever it is, or put one of your kids on the back, you know, and I don't want to get into that about kids riding people. Like, why would you do that? Look, just, I don't want to get into that, but that's the kicker. So let's get into the, uh, the, the earlier stuff. You know, what, what, if I, what if I stall my bike? Or what if I drop my bike at an intersection? What do I do? Will I panic? Will I freak out? And why is it always going to be on my mind? Here's the deal. When you're on your motorcycle, first things first, you know, whether you're learning on somebody else's motorcycle or if you are on your own motorcycle, here's the thing that you need to do. I always like to say, practice, practice, practice. Go to a church parking lot, go to whatever, you know, that's a big, decent sized parking lot. And that's really where you first need to train. You don't need to go, I need to ride a bike one day and then just go take the safety course and then just go and biff, bam, boom, and try to get on the highway, you know, whatever. That's just, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Practice, practice, practice. I don't care if it's in a field or a parking lot, or at your your neighborhood, anywhere that there is very little traffic. Now, there is a girl rider, adventure rider, Bonnie Johnson, that you've heard her on some of my podcasts. Her biggest fear is, and she has, believe it or not, she has laid her bike down at a light um, at a busy intersection, and she panicked. But, She still got the bike up. She had people honking at her and it almost, you know, broke her as far as riding. But she got the bike up. She got on it. She took off. She's still riding to this day. So the thing is, is can you get over it? The kicker is, is don't let the cars around you get in your head. Focus on yourself. Who cares about the cars? If you feel uncomfortable, wave them around. If they don't like it, It sucks to be them. It's all about you being safe and safe for you because the person in that car is not with you. All they care about is that they got to get to Dunkin' Donuts or they got to get to, you know, the grocery store to get a 12-pack of beer because they got a party to get to or or go to the beach or, or, you know, go to the lake or whatever. And all you're doing is hold them up. Who cares? That's, that's That's the number one thing to help you get over some of the fear. Who cares? It's not about them. This is about you. But if you can practice, like in a neighborhood or in a church parking lot or a Walmart parking lot or something like that, it goes really, really a long ways. And the biggest thing to practice on is, and most people don't realize this when they're beginning writing, is starting and stopping. Once you're out of first gear, it doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant. All the other gears are easy. In all honesty, you don't even have to pull in the clutch if you don't want to, if you've got enough momentum and RPM. So starting and stopping is huge. And if you can master the clutch and the throttle, that's most of it. I mean, in all honesty, whether you're on the highway or you're on the dirt, clutch Throttle, that's a huge, huge deal. So if you can master that, that's big. So starting and stopping, it's not the high-speed stuff. That stuff comes later. But if that's your biggest fear of either stalling or dropping your bike or anything like that, practice, 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 practice. Basically go at a reasonable speed, first, maybe second gear in a parking lot, slow down very fast, come to a complete stop and then accelerate right back up again with an actual out of a complete stop and then use the clutch and then roll out of that. Do that. I don't, I mean, you can't count how many times you need to do that. Do it a hundred times a day before you decide to get out on the highway and do that type of stuff. And then once you get that mastered, the next one that is really big for a lot of people and this is hard for people to overcome and i know from adventure riding and it's 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 hard on the street it's even harder when you want to adventure ride people watch these youtube videos they see guys going up the side of a mountain and they're like man i gotta I got do that man i gotta do that well let's start off with the street taking off from a complete stop at a 15 degree centigrade so here's the deal Basically, that incline, 15 degrees or more, it doesn't seem like much. It's actually, it's quite a bit. But if you're stopped on a hill, anybody that's old enough to have driven uh, a stick car that their family member might have owned or something like that, how many times did you stall your car? A bunch. Same thing on a bike. Because guess what? Then you start, you stop, you start, you stop, and then eventually it gets to you to where it just becomes a mental block. So if you can practice starting and stopping going up a hill and getting out of gear, that goes a long ways. And if you have a neighborhood or if you have an area that you can practice on a small hill, man, go do it over and over and over again until you master it. And then when you master that, that goes a long ways for your confidence. Next, off-road. Now that you've mastered it on the road, beauty part is, is guess what? You've got either concrete or you've got asphalt. You know what that gives you? Traction. <laughs> when you're off road, there's not much traction. You can have rock, you can have sand, you can have gravel. Not only that, you could be on a canyon wall, you could be on a mountain, you could be somewhere. Not only do you have to deal with trying to get out of gear and get accelerated, then you get to deal with the sheerness, the big mountains. The drop offs, all that stuff that plays with your mind as well. But learning on the road is a big, big deal because that'll go a long way if you want to adventure travel. But remember, don't overexceed what your skills and ability are. Take your time. It's not a race. Be smart, be safe. Make it home. That's what it's all about. Because at the end of the day, when you achieve these accomplishments, you'll feel like you've conquered the world. And that's really what it's all about. And it's really, really awesome. And it will put a smile on your face every single time. Sometimes when you don't think you can do something and you achieve it, it's just straight up amazing. Next. What if I'm in an accident? Is a car going to hit me? Is it going to get me today? Ba 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 ba. bah, 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 bah. Here's the deal. You can't have that mindset when you're riding. And I know it's hard because I think about it even to this day and I've been riding a really long time. Don't think that a car is going to hit you every single time that you're out and riding. Be very vigilant and pretend that each car is basically doesn't care about you. Know where you need to be when you're riding. That's it. Take your motorcycle safety course. They definitely cover that. I highly recommend those. Even if you've been riding and you have a non-M endorsement on your uh, driver's license, go get it. Just go get it, man. You've been riding long enough, you can achieve it and make it happen. But that safety course here in the state of Texas, it's really, really good. You learn a bunch. So, know where you need to be. Pay attention. Always be looking out of the sides of your helmet when you're riding always i repeat always wear a helmet never ever ever get on the street or the highway without a helmet on always be safe jackets i know you catch me once in a while i'm not wearing my jacket i i sometimes it's just hot and that's no excuse you're right that's no excuse that makes me a hypocrite i apologize But again, you get to take your own risks. It's just like riding in your car and not wearing your safety belt. So people do it all the time. So, you know, they're like, oh, it's just driving me nuts. I'm just going to the store. I know. Same thing with a motorcycle (laughs) it's 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 a poor excuse so but that's the whole thing just don't think about it make sure you got your head on a swivel and always be checking if you're watching any of my videos i'm always moving my head i'm always looking side to side i'm always even when there's not cars on the road because you never know because one can sneak up on you just be very very basic vigilant and everything's gonna be okay because trust me when you're riding it's awesome you're gonna have a great time next family (laughs) <laughs> that's the. That's probably one of the hardest ones out there. You either will come from a family that has ridden motorcycles or you will come from a family that has nothing to do with motorcycles or they've had a bad experience with motorcycles and now because it happened to them or what they see and what they read, that's going to transpire onto you. Don't let that happen. Just don't. Here's the deal. It, just because it happened to them or just because they read a bunch of stuff, that doesn't mean anything. That means nothing. All that is, is just, it's like in a court of law. It's hearsay. You don't know anything. You don't know if it's, if it's true. Can it really actually move on or pass on to you? You don't know any of that stuff. So don't let that discourage you from getting a motorcycle and learning to ride. The other thing is, is if a family member is saying that, it's just because they're too afraid to try something. And that's okay. Because maybe if you go and do it and you fulfill your dream of riding a motorcycle and getting out and doing it, and they see that you're safe and that you're having a good time and that you're enjoying it, you win. (laughs) You win. And how do you win? Because now they get to see they're like, huh. Well, I kinda missed that one. They ride, they go out, they do these things, they go to Starbucks, they have other rider buddies that they're riding with and they're having a great time and well there's nothing happening he's not dead or she's not dead that's the whole thing motorcycles are only as dangerous as the person riding the motorcycle so here's the challenge and this is is what you can tell everybody that's out there take a motorcycle put it on a kickstand and leave it for a year tell me how many accidents the motorcycle gets in same thing with a gun take a gun have it loaded, have it cocked, lay it on a table, and see how many people it shoots. None. (laughs) and It's never going to get in a wreck. The reason being is because it takes physical action from a person in order for it to become an incident. It's not the bike. It's not the gun. It is the person. So as long as you understand what your capabilities are, and if you're smart about it, I'm not saying that you're not going to get into an incident. What I am saying is, is you can dramatically reduce the probability if you're smart and you pay attention and you don't do stupid things. Don't overexceed what your capabilities are. That's just, it's just basically is what it boils down to. So get that out of your head and understand that as long as you take your time, and the more practice that you do, the better you will be, and you reduce everything. But understand this. You drive in a car, your family members never tell you in a car to sit there and say, hey, you know what? I don't want you getting a car because you're going to die. Actually, statistically, you are more likely to die in your car than on your motorcycle. Buying a bike. Whoa, <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. What bike do I buy? And if I buy a bike, oh man, am I going to get the right one? So what research do I need to do? Well, the research you need to do, you need to go to 690 ADV at YouTube. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What I'm saying is, is just having fun there. I'll help you in any way that I can. My first thoughts on purchasing a motorcycle. What can I afford? That's number one. What's my budget? Budget really should be number one on anything that you want to do. And when I'm saying budget, I'm saying what kind of motorcycle riding do I want to do? Do I want to travel on my motorcycle and do dirt and do street and all that stuff? Do I want to carry camping gear? Do I want all that type of stuff? Do I just want to ride around town? Do I just want to ride on the street? Well, here's the kicker having a budget will be a really, really big deal because that will help you decide on what motorcycle, at least you could point yourself in the right direction to get the right motorcycle for what you want to achieve. If you just want to do street and stuff like that, but there's a little small hint, you want to do some like dual sport adventuring like what I do, get off the road once or twice a year, you know, and get out and see it, then maybe an adventure bike is, is, is in your deal. Well, now you're in a certain category of specific motorcycles and then you can start working a budget. And then after you figure out how much you can afford on a bike, are you going to need all that excess gear? Sometimes you buy used, guess what? It's already loaded. It's got everything on there. You got panniers, you got top boxes, you got all sorts of stuff. Motorcycle riders are notorious for giving stuff away because the next bike that they're purchasing... It's not going to work with it. So what do they need it for? Do you want to do 50% street? Do you want to do 50% dirt? Well, then that brings you into another category, dual sport or, uh, an enduro type motorcycle. So with that right there, same principle. Do I want to just do basically 70% dirt, 30% street? Well, then that puts you in a whole other category. So, Those are the things you need to think about and you need to figure out a budget because the budget will be able to put you in place and dictate whether you can buy new or if you got to buy used. And if you're buying used, do your research, do your research. If you need help, remember 69080B at gmail.com. I'll do my best to help you out. I'm always there to try to help. And then I got other riders that I can feed off of too. So purchasing the motorcycle, really a big deal. But the beauty part is, even if you choose wrong, you still win because the odds are you're going to get a bike and you get to ride, ride that bike, learn it, understand it, do the maintenance on it, watch YouTube videos, change tires if you can do all that stuff. That's the fun in it. And then if you think you chose the wrong bike, guess what? Bikes don't lose a lot in value as long as you don't destroy them or rag them out. So if you take good care of it, clean it, do regular maintenance on it, they don't lose a whole lot of value. And some bikes, believe it or not, even though they seem old, there's guys that love them and want them. So you got to be real, real careful, you know, on how hard you ride that bike. So take care of it, and it will take care of you, and you can hold it. It's an investment. It is an investment. So with that being said, if you did, guess what? Clean it up, sell it, take that money. Go towards the next bike and get what you really think that you need. Usually the very first motorcycle you buy is probably not going to end up being the ultimate motorcycle. I've owned a lot of bikes and that's how I ended up with a KTM 690 Enduro R because I've been all across the board, all across the board. And at my age, at 40, I'll be 49 this year. I don't have a million years left to get out and do the uh, technical dirt. And I can't do it on a large adventure bike. It just doesn't work. And I've tried it. I've been down it with three adventure bikes. And I went from big to smaller to smaller. And I just said, you know what? Enough's enough. So know what your capabilities are of the motorcycle that you have. And can it be done? Of course it can. It's just not much fun. It's so much more fun on that KTM 690 Enduro R versus a BMW F800 GSA. So... Knowing that on your bike is a big deal. And are you going to know that in the beginning? The answer to that is absolutely not. And I know what you may be thinking. Well, I'll just go get a KTM 690 because that's what uh, Joe has with 690 ADV. And that's the perfect bike. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's for you to decide, not for me to decide. It is the perfect bike for me. Are there other bikes that are very capable of the 690? Yes, But the KTM research, information, reliabilities, what it's capable of, all that stuff, that just screams for me. And that's why I purchased it. But I've also had about eight other motorcycles before the KTM to come to that decision. So understand that and take that with a grain of salt. Last and not least, do you enjoy riding? I've had people that have been writing for years and they've slowly come to the decision, man, I just don't enjoy it as much as, as I used to. Well, maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. But the kicker is, is life happens. I'm not going to dig too deep into this. Life happens. Things happen. You can have tragedies in your life. You can have things that aren't going your way. You could come into a financial uh, situation that that basically um, you feel you need to sell your motorcycle. You need all these things. Well, uh, let me say this. If you can go back in your brain just a little bit and find the littlest bit of enjoyment when you ride. I can have the worst day. And I can get out and I can go do a rant ride or whatever on my motorcycle and I can be thinking about the YouTube and all the guys and guys that come on and leave great comments and are very helpful and all those types of things and I'll tell you what I can have the absolute worst week and it all just melts away it doesn't matter how crappy it is because of other people that make it great because I have a lot of other motorcycle buddies that I ride with and I do things with and it really does it makes a it, it, it makes a big difference in my life and having a motorcycle. Make no mistake, even though I'm Joe and I'm the 690 EV, that doesn't mean anything. I've had my moments where I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I just need to just, you know, not do this as much. And I always come back to, you know what, maybe you just need to go for a ride. And it seems like every time I get up and I go out and I do that ride, Everything changes. I forget all about it. And then I, it, I just keep moving on down the road. So I understand things happen. Life happens. I get that. But whenever you're having a bad day and you got a bike, go get on it. Go ride. And I don't mean ride down the street, do a U-turn and come home. I mean put your helmet on, put your jacket on, saddle up, go ride for 30, 45 minutes. And if you've got a headset, put a little music on, not too loud. And may I tell you what, it'll clear your head. It'll clear your head, and believe it or not, you can actually find solutions by just getting on your bike and riding. So hopefully this will help you in some of the stuff that you do and some of the fears and some of the problems and some of the things that will occur in your life on, you know, maybe it'll help you get out and ride. And maybe it won't do anything for you. But at least I tried. (laughs) That's my job. At least I tried. And hopefully... Uh, other riders that are out there, because uh, this will be syndicated on YouTube too, will give some comments and tell you a lot of the things and some of the things that they do to overcome their fear. But these are just some of the things that are pretty common in, in every day and all that good stuff. So, But just remember, don't use fear as a disadvantage. Use fear to your advantage. That's all you got to do. Just take your time. It's not a race. You got the rest of your life, man. So enjoy it. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you're going to miss it. And it's a lot better to see it on a bike than anything else. Anyway, my name's Joe, Radio 690 ADV, 690ADV.com, YouTube.com slash 690ADV. And don't forget, iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, man, all those. You can find us on it. And if you ever need anything that I can help you with, 69080v at gmail.com. I will do my best. Thanks so much. At 690. We love you and get out and hopefully you can find your adventure and all your happiness on a motorcycle. It doesn't matter what you ride, you win. Anyway, I'm Joe 690 out.